On this episode of Loose Change, I originally only felt the need to reflect on what I've learned about podcasting through producing these last two seasons. I wanted to talk to you about what I've learned about interviewing and editing and endurance, just being able to follow through and complete this season, which was a promise that I made to myself. But this season didn't go the way that I planned it, but probably because these last six months did not go the way that we planned it. Rather than just learning about podcasting, I ended up learning so much more about myself and about you and about people. For me, I learned that I could be stretched, pulled, beaten down, and grown in ways that can only make sense in either biblical times or in this crazy decade of 2020. I learned that you and I can be so much alike and so very, very different. I learned that today is a great day to arrest the police officers that murdered Breonna Taylor. I learned that words matter. I also did learn a lot about podcasting. (laughs) So today, on the second season finale of Loose Change, I want to celebrate you and me and us by reflecting a little bit on the journey to get us this far. I'll share a little bit about my thought process and the work process and what I see coming next and how you can be a part of it. Today, on Loose Change, episode 20, How We've Changed. When I first thought about season two, I knew I wanted to interview people. I think I might have mentioned that to you already, but I don't actually have much interviewing experience. I've done a little bit of work at it at my current job, but I've never had to come up with my own topics, my own questions or anything like that. And then managing the interview, keeping people on topic, keeping track of time, getting people comfortable, it was a lot to account for in the moment. And that's just from a content standpoint. On the production side, especially when doing the interview remotely because of COVID, I had to work on sound quality for not just myself, but the person I was interviewing. Now add in recording and editing. I had whole interviews that I couldn't use because uh, the sound quality on the playback was terrible. Ooh, pro tip though. A pro tip that I got from Christine Job from the Flourish in the Foreign podcast, have the interviewee record their own audio and send it to you. She records black women from literally around the world. So yeah, trust her. She knows what she's talking about. Actually, before I learned that though, I recorded via Zoom. Okay. Yeah, I know that that word's a little triggering right now, but just I recorded my interviews via Zoom because it lets you record each audio separately, which is a huge help when editing. And then it saves directly to your computer straight away, which is, you know, huge bonus. So yeah, there was quite a few things that I picked up this season. I started learning how to use Adobe Audition to clean up the audio and piece together each episode. Actually, right now I'm recording directly into Audition. So this is a whole new step for me. 
Derek's coaching episode, How to Deal When You Don't Know How to Deal, was the very first Zoom interview that I worked on, and I'm, I'm really proud of it. Is it perfect? <laughs> no, not by any means, but it's audible. And I think I did a pretty good job cutting down the content. That was another huge thing I had to learn, editing down content. Each interview lasted about an hour, and I try to keep my episodes around 20 to 30 minutes. So there's a lot of things that I have to leave out that just can't make it into the episode. So then it's like, okay, what single story am I trying to tell? What's the goal? And then I listen for what doesn't add to that story or goal. And then I listen for redundancies, tangents, things like that. And then if it comes down to it, I actually just figure out what gaps I can fill in during the outro that I record myself. (laughs) So yeah, it's just been a lot to pick up on in just over 10 weeks. But like I said, when I first thought about season two, I knew I wanted to interview people. And I thought it was going to be about changes that they were going through in their own lives. I appreciate how open they were, like Moon, speaking on how she was able to figure out who she was when she no longer felt tethered to where she came from. That was the first episode of the season, How to Move When You Don't Know How to Move. I loved hearing on the How to Podcast episode from the host of Deep Refinery on how they felt motivated to jump into the world of podcasting, but how they wanted to also stay true to themselves and speak openly to their generation. And I felt perfectly happy continuing the season this way, bringing you relatable interviews about change. But then we found out about Breonna Taylor's death and Ahmaud Arbery died and George Floyd died and Tony McDade died. And it was just too many things, too much tragedy, too much of the same old bullshit at once. And I couldn't deal, I couldn't process. Every time I would go to record a podcast, I felt like I was holding back and therefore lying about where I was at. Or I was a little too honest about currently unresolved issues and it became something that I couldn't release to the public. The tipping point, though, was when I realized how many people were also dealing with one tragedy after another. I left work one day early because I kept crying at my desk. I was sick at dinner, and then I sat down to write the grief episode, How to Grieve Because It Is Okay to Grieve. Fun fact, Oliver from episode 19, What Not to Say, He edited that content, the content of that episode. That one for me was deeply cathartic, but to be honest, I was a little hesitant to release it. Will it be helpful to anyone? Is it just self-indulgence? Am I saying everything that I need to? But the response was unexpected. It resonated with so many people around the world. I think change and grief have that in common. It can be so broad and so unique to people. 
We mourn so many things in our lives. We are exposed to so many traumas that we aren't prepared for. Our lives change and aren't what they once were or how we planned them. And yet we are forced to keep moving, keep producing, keep going. So then it came to a point where I wanted to make sure, as much as it depended on me, that the support that I offered would help more than it hurts. That I wouldn't advise someone on how to lift themselves out of their trauma. That I wouldn't rush their processing. That I would listen instead of trying to solve their problems. Because deeply, that was the care I wanted to receive. And as much as I had friends that offered just that, I had more people offer the opposite. And that's how the Don't Ask Me If I'm Okay episode was born. It was made up of stories that I was hearing, conversations that I was having with family and friends, and my own personal experience with well-meaning people not fully appreciating what they are asking for. It was hard. There were multiple recordings because I wanted to be careful about the delivery. There were references that I refused to explain because Google exists. As in my feelings as I was in that episode, I was careful about my word choice while staying true to the message. Because one thing I realize about this collective season that we are all in is that it is a season of learning. People are listening and learning and acting on what they've learned. And we're not all required to speak at this time. But if we so choose, we don't have to be 100% right but we do have to speak from our truth, from our experience, and with love. So I wanted to be sure that I was speaking from the experience of this Black woman named Deanna, wife to a Black husband, mother to two Black girls, graphic designer, podcaster, Black science fiction reader, griever, lover, crier, absolutely not a hugger, follower of Christ, woman full of fear but is doing it anyway. I wanted to speak from her experience and what she sees around her and what she's learned from brilliant people she has read from and come into contact with. It turned out that by the end of the season, we were able to offer our expertise, our hearts, and our personal experiences. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Dear listener, we made this season for you. And here we are, the end of the second season. So what's next for me and the Loose Change podcast? Well, now that we've reached 20 episodes, now that I've kept that promise to myself, I can start putting more behind it. I'll be buying a new professional microphone to use. I'm also thinking about making a destination like a website or a Patreon where you can get bonus content, resources, and leave feedback, maybe start a conversation. I'll also work more on marketing and promotion so that I can reach more listeners. You, dear listener, are wonderful and very, very dear to me. 
I want to reach more people like you. As far as content is concerned, there will definitely be a third season. During this break, I will be researching and working on my production process, honing my interview techniques, getting more of my friends in to meet you. I have to tell you, I have some absolutely amazing friends that I just know you're going to love. And while all of this is happening, I'll put out a few bonus episodes, content that didn't make it into the main episodes because of length, but are just gems that do not deserve to stay on the cutting room floor. You know, I I feel like I picked a really hard but really relevant topic for this podcast. And I'll be honest, I don't think I have a very clear vision for loose change yet. But I hold on loosely to that yet. There's power in the word yet, if you take it seriously. For me, it means that I'm actively working towards it. That will be one of the most important things I work on during this break. What is the vision for this podcast on change? Dear listener, I want you to know that I've made this podcast for you because you are going through change because change is so broad and so unique to each of us because change can be terrifying, exciting, and overwhelming because I'm going through it too. So like I've said from the beginning, let's go through change together. I want to give a special thank you to David, Moon, Derek, Claire, Christine, Insikan, Julianne, Yvette, Aria, Oliver, Anne, Sherry, Justin, Emanuela, and everyone who helped make this season possible. And thank you for listening to season two of Loose Change. As we move into the next season, here are five things you can do right now to support the podcast. Number one, the most valuable thing I can think you can do right now is to rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen right now. If it doesn't have a rating system, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review there. Number two, you can also follow the podcast on Instagram at loose underscore change underscore pod. Three, you can subscribe. That's huge. You can subscribe so you can always know when a new episode is coming. Number four, you can send feedback. Let me know which episode has been your favorite so far. Ask questions or just share your own experiences with change at the brand new Loose Change email. Send your thoughts to today on loosechange at gmail.com. And finally, you can share the podcast with your friends and family. Share it on social media. Tell people about it, especially if you see they are going through change too. Okay? Oh, cool. That's a wrap. That's it. That's everything. Thank you so much. It's been so amazing talking to you. And I really look forward to talking to you again. Love you. Bye.